a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with the news you need for this Tuesday, March 21st. We could find out later today what new ammunition Missouri's Attorney General has in his court fight to remove St. Louis Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner from office. Today is the deadline set by the judge for Attorney General Andrew Bailey to file his amended petition after he claimed that significant new information came to light since his first filing. The new stuff, it's expected to include witness testimony. That could be people who have worked firsthand with Kim Gardner, or it could be crime victims who have something to say about how she handled their case. Also, the new information is expected to include more data on how the courts are running, statistics on things such as number of trials per year, number of convictions, and how many cases end up dropped. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. Gardner will have until March 31st to file her response to the new information. How much will a state takeover of the St. Louis Police Department cost state taxpayers? According to Mayor Tashara Jones, it could cost hundreds of millions of dollars. The state proposal says the state shall accept responsibility, ownership, and liability for contractual obligations. According to Mayor Jones, that means the state would have to purchase all equipment, buildings, and cars, but none of that has been allocated in the state's bill. It would also negate the new pay raise for police just negotiated with the police union. The Missouri House gave preliminary approval yesterday to legalize sports betting, a pair of bills perfected, including one to charge a 10 percent tax on wagers to benefit Missouri education. Some House members wanted a higher tax rate, but Representative Phil Cristofanelli of St. Charles says that's in line with neighboring states. They've already had an opportunity to develop a market base, and we're going to need to be in competition with them to attract Uh, customers to our sports wagering operations. The bills need final house passage before advancing to the Senate. That's where the bill stalled last year. A recent poll by St. Louis University and YouGov revealed 35 percent of voters wanted legal sports betting in Missouri. 41 percent were opposed. More voters under the age of 30 approved of legalized sports gambling than voters over the age of 65. Today is the last day for parish priests to write a letter to the Archdiocese of St. Louis explaining why their parish should be spared from the chopping block. KMOX religion editor Fred Bottomer reports. A form letter sent from the Archdiocese March 13th asked the pastors to list the reasons why their parish is viable. Does it have enough people in the pews and the finances needed to survive the next 10 to 15 years? The so-called All Things New plan aims to drastically reduce the current number of 178 parishes in the archdiocese through mergers and church closures. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. A Florida amusement park has come to terms with a grieving St. Louis family. Details of a settlement reached between the family of a St. Louis teen killed in a Florida freefall ride and Icon Park in Orlando are not being made public. Attorney Ben Crump represented the family of 13-year-old Tyree Sampson and released a statement Monday saying, This settlement speaks to putting entertainment entities on notice that they cannot cut corners in their operations that sacrifice safety. Samson died one year ago when he was allowed onto a ride that he was too big for. That ride is now dismantled. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News. U.S. Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri has introduced legislation to revoke normal trade relations status with China. He says China is America's greatest adversary and should end what he calls the sweetheart deals given to Beijing 23 years ago with most favored nation trading status. 
Hawley has been able to get other legislation critical of China passed recently, including a ban on TikTok linked to China's ruling Communist Party. Just ahead on the STL All Local podcast, a conversation from KMOX's Total Information AM about decorative pear trees and why arborists want you to cut them down. There's a new school building labeling system for first responders in St. Louis County. A school safety task force made up of several agencies and school officials in St. Louis County have unveiled a project that was years in the making. Ann Vastman's with the Office of Emergency Management. School premise identification is a way to label every school in a similar way so that the buildings can be navigated uh, more easily and without a map. Vassman says they have half of the fire districts in St. Louis County updating their code. Schools will follow suit with that game plan. The most recent school to adopt the new labeling system was Parkway School District. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. It could soon be illegal in Illinois to have an animal on your lap while you're driving. Representative Omar Williams has a bill through committee now. It awaits a vote of the full House. It would ban lap dogs on the roadways. It's a new law that would allow police officers to pull you over for having to, if they see that you're driving with a dog and an animal in your lap, whatever animal may be. The fine would be $50. Williams says it's a big problem, citing a AAA study finding 31% of pet owners admit to being distracted by animals on their laps while they're driving. You're listening to Total Information AM. I'm Megan Lynch alongside Carol Daniel and Debbie Monterey. Well, they have pretty white blooms that appear in early April, but beyond that... The experts say the non-native pear trees in the Midwest really need to go. Enter the Pear Buyback 2023. Joining us in studio to explain why they want your Bradford pear tree is Billy Haig, the forestry manager for nonprofit Forest Relief of Missouri, also a certified arborist. So welcome. And I guess our first question is, why are they such a problem? Oh, why aren't they a problem? So (laughs) many things wrong with these Bradford, these calorie pears. Um, multiple different facets. They do flower, but those flowers stink. You smell them as they all come into bloom. So it affects us directly that way. But there are multiple other reasons. One, they have pretty weak branch structure. uh, So they all point directly up. They have bad branch angles. And there's a high likelihood of them breaking and causing a big chance of failure and causing damage to you, your car, your house. Um, And also, uh, they are invasive. They're an invasive species. They were thought to be the perfect tree, sterile, but as more varieties came into the nursery trade, they started cross-pollinating, and we're finding them in places they shouldn't be, invading our natural ecosystems and pushing away our native plants and animals. So I can see originally why people liked them, because they grew really fast and they did look pretty. Um, But now that we know that you shouldn't be planting them, are there places that still are selling them anyway? There are still places, um, and there are a few organizations trying to get a cease the sale, um, but there are places still selling Bradford pears, calorie pears uh, for people to buy and plant. When you say they have weak branches, we, we have to be clear that when this is a stormy town. Yes. Right? Yes. So the Bradford pear is the tree that's going to take out your power lines. Exactly. Your power lines uh, planted along the street and you're in your front yard. They have the chance of falling on your house or your car. Um, and weather's getting crazier. Uh, we're seeing more intense windstorms, winter storms, uh, and so the likelihood of failure is a lot higher. Where did they come from originally? They come from Asia. Um, and uh, yeah, Are they, they cheap? Is that why they're so plentiful in St. Louis? 
They were thought to be the perfect tree, uh, flowering, fast growing, and could grow basically anywhere. You could put them in the ground and they would take off. And so they became very, very popular uh, for their aesthetic reasons of uh, the flowers, uh, not a lot of cleanup involves. Uh, and yeah, they just grew about anywhere. We lost a couple of them, about took out a car. So all the <laughs> things you were saying. So tell us about the buyback program. What do uh, homeowners need to do? Yeah, so the uh, buyback program, uh, this is our third or fourth official year. It started in 2019 in St. Louis, uh, just St. Louis, but through the years we've expanded. We're giving away 600 trees and across the state of Missouri in nine different locations. Uh, what this includes, what homeowners have to do is remove a calorie pair, whichever variety they have, uh, take some pictures, send it to us, and we have an event bright on our website, morelief.org where they can uh, select a ticket and select one free replacement tree for the Bradford pear, calorie pear that they removed. And so you're hoping somebody replaces it, I'm assuming, with something native to Missouri? Correct, yep. So those are the options that we provide. They're all native Missouri trees, uh, from flowering understory to canopy trees, uh, trying to give people the options to plant the right tree in the right place. If I had a Bradford pear and it's, you know, 20 feet tall and you're telling me you're going to give me a replacement tree, my first thought is how much is it going to cost me to take out that Bradford pear? You could just wait for a big storm. Yeah, and maybe my, <laughs> and, and the tree's gone and my car. <laughs> yep, wait for it to come down on its own. Um, no, uh Looking around a little bit, finding a certified arborist, an organization that is going to do a proper job and getting a few quotes and understanding what your options are, but always going through a certified arborist is your best choice. What are the good replacements for a Bradford pear? What are some good natives? Yeah, if you're looking to replace the spring flowers, a few that we give away are the wild plum. Um, service berry and redbud are beautiful trees that are Missouri native are going to do well in our environment and less likely to have damage. Uh, but those are beautiful. Yeah, I have a service berry in my front yard. It has a few flowers, but the yes. redbud, that's, isn't that the state tree? The state tree is the flowering dogwood. Oh, okay. Yes, Dogwoods we do give away those too. as well. And those are beautiful. All right. So we, just for clarification, cause some people may not know, you know, they didn't plant it, so they don't know what it is. Um, it's calorie pear is the, the the overarching name, but then there's lots of different kinds of pears like the Bradford and, and other varieties, right? That is correct. Okay, because people are like, I thought it was a Bradford. And is it specifically the Bradford pear that you want to get rid of or all calorie? All calorie pears. Because all of they... them. Um, get rid of all. <laughs> <laughs> I like that attitude. Can, can, can you even, can you trim the instead of getting rid of it? Can you Can you prune it? Can you... If you're wanting to prolong the life of the Bradford pear, which I don't recommend for all the other reasons, you can prune it to maybe get a little better structure, but it's still producing that fruit, which is going to spread into our native ecosystems because we can't control the birds that are going to come in and eat it and spread it somewhere ah. else. I uh, did a road trip to Springfield, Missouri last year for a soccer tournament. It was right about this time. In fact, we're going again in a couple of weeks and all along the sides of the highways after I Talk mm -hmm. to Forest Relief. Um, I was like, oh, look, look at all the pear trees growing everywhere. That's yes. when you really notice it this time of year. Very much so. Yeah, all our major highways in Missouri and the St. Louis area, you're going to see those pockets of white blooms everywhere. So what Very is the web website to register to get a replacement tree? Yeah, so you can go to uh, moreleaf.org. That is Forest Relief's website. Uh, in our events page, you can scroll down to our pear buyback section and it 
links you to our Eventbrite there where you can register and select your replacement tree as well. Billy, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, that is Billy Haig. He's the forestry manager for the nonprofit Forest Relief of Missouri, joining us this morning on Total Information AM. I'm Megan Lynch. STL All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.